Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. My name is Mel, and I'm an addict, and my clean date is January the 1st, 2019. I attend meetings online with the South African Fellowship and in person in the area northwest of London. My home group is Friday Night Amersham. Today's reading is 22nd of September, The Value of Empathy. Empathy means we get each other, we see the hidden darkness and love and hurt and we understand. Living Clean Chapter 5, Fellowship. As newcomers, we often were suspicious when NA members told us, I get you after we shared. When someone said I've been there, we thought no way has anyone been through what I've been through. Even scarier is when someone says I see you. If someone can see me, they know how horrible I am. A lot of us reject empathy at first because we misinterpret it as sympathy, like someone feeling sorry for us. What we begin to understand as we keep coming back is that our fellow NA members are feeling our pain with us. We get each other. Our situations and experiences may be different, even unique, but our suffering is not. All of us came to our first NA meeting having fought to keep our addiction going and having lost that fight. Over time, the value of empathy is revealed. After we surrender to the fact that we belong in NA, it's others' empathy that makes us feel safe enough to accept help. We learn we don't have to hide. We can remove the mask that we've been wearing whether it's one projecting intimidation, righteousness, innocence or invisibility. We can allow others to be seen below the surface and accept that others do understand us. And in turn, we start to identify and empathise with other addicts in the room. Being understood can be scary in a different way too, because we witness people who've been through situations similar to ours who have taken positive action. They are clean and are taking responsibility for their lives, their relationships and their choices. Allowing empathy to affect us, to let go of the depth of our hurt and to see a path forward. Eventually we feel grateful that we get to do that. Accepting others' empathy brings relief. Although we get each other's darkness and hurt, we also feel each other's love and joy. We certainly do get each other and it's based not only on our wreckage but how we deal with it. Let's acknowledge that too. I acknowledge that feeling seen and understood has helped me to heal. That's why today I'm going to be open to other addicts identifying with me and relating to them. I know I'm not alone. Thank you for letting me be of service. All right, welcome back everyone. This is September 22nd. We're here with Jen. What's happening, Jen? Hey, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you can make it. So Jen, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out? Sure. So my name is Jen. My clean date is January 12th, 2022. So I'm a baby. Um, My home group is in Perth in Eastern Ontario. 
Fantastic. So, so Dan, can you share your thoughts on the value of empathy? Yeah. So I was thinking about this and what I liked about the, the reading of the day is it's talking about sympathies when you're like feeling for somebody mm-hmm. and empathy is when you're feeling with. And I think it's huge. There was somebody at the meeting last night who was coming back after a relapse and it's so hard um, to be vulnerable and the thing the thing about empathy is he we were just there to hang with him like no judgment man we're here to just hang out with you through the shit show that is coming back mm-hmm. is that part of your story coming back in and did you have some no i'm story? actually like, dear god hopefully i could just stay in right <laughs> stay in i haven't and yeah that's important too right because i worry about a relapse I worry about that. You know, you have dreams or, or reservations that like to show up in weird spots. But um, it's, yeah, spending time with people, especially folks who've come back or newcomers, really helps me remember, like, why I got to stay in in the rooms. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, too. You know, in, in, in too, not just not just kind of being in the in the first, you know, couple years of recovery is that important I got clean in 2000 and I, I shared, I shared at my, the meeting I attend, the in-person meeting I attend pretty regularly. I shared last night about this past week, man, I've talked about marijuana more than I have in so long. My, my, my 15 year old son, you know, we're, we're talking about that a lot more. And, and a couple of his friends are making decisions They're they're smoking pot, you know, in the woods behind the house here and stuff. And so we're just talking, you know, we're talking, yeah. but after a couple of days we're, uh, of talking, I was taking a walk around the neighborhood and addiction always hits me with the same thought, Jen. It does. It just always hits me with the uh, smoke a joint, man. Take the evening off, smoke a joint, no responsibility, just relax. The old timers taught me, though, you know, w- w- when I was getting clean, it's like, bro, you play that tape all the way through. Like, it just doesn't end with, you know, whatever. And that's what addiction hits us with. But, but you know, so I played the tape all the way through. I'll make sure, you know, I kicked it out at the meeting last night. But but here here, here here's that ties into what your point is, or, you know, there, there was three or four people shared right after me who, who are clean longer than me, you know, who are like, yeah, man, you know what, when that shit happens, we get that little thing in the back of our mind that says, don't share this. You're clean too long. You know, you're this, you're yeah. this, you're that, you're this, don't, don't kick it out. It's just addiction, man. We get there, we get transparent and then we, you know, then we work through it without using, you know, that's the main yeah. thing with, with, without using. So how are you received? Could you, could you give us a snapshot of that? What does what does that look like for you, kind of beginning on this journey? Um, uh, are you are you being received? Do you feel folks are relating to you? Oh How yeah. Do you feel when people are shaking their head up and down instead of looking at you like, what the hell are you talking about? Could you share? No, it's that? true. I was thinking about that when I was doing the reading because at the beginning everybody everybody's like, yeah, your share was really good, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I wasn't making sense. It was like verbal diarrhea. <laughs> and it's verbal diarrhea for my first, you know, 90 days. And I'm in a meeting every day and it's still verbal diarrhea. What do you mean that was useful for you? <laughs> I barely know what I was saying myself. Um, and the whole also thing, like the one that I thought was really funny thing is like, I love you or love you. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? But having been, you know, 30, 60, 90 days and I just passed six months. Half a birthday crap. cake. Half a half birthday, birthday cake, cake, Jen. All right, yeah, half cool. birthday cake. So that's good. It's <laughs> huge. Like just to be in, it's the the thing with addiction for me anyways, was like, I was alone. 
mm -hmm. alone for so long and hiding myself for so long and afraid of showing myself for so long. So to be in the rooms and to start to absorb, okay, I love you. That was intense to absorb the like, hey, you said something today that was really valuable. That was, that was huge because then it's like, you're not alone. You're not alone in the rooms. And I, that is the value of empathy. I think you're not alone. You show up and there's people here for you mm. and they care about you. And I got clean on the screens too, as they like to say. So that is a catchy saying, right? Yeah, like that's been, that, that's what, clean yeah. yeah. Got clean on the screen. So I wasn't in in-person meetings till, uh, I don't know, maybe a, maybe a month or two in. Um, no, well, we don't even think we don't talk about that perspective too much. It's usually yeah. like this. It's usually the transition is like, yo, I got clean. And then we transition to, you know, this online platform, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever that looks like. And okay, so how do we deal with that? What, what was that piece like of, of, it was almost the inverse, right? Like you have the inverse of oh, my yeah. experience. So you're going, you're going, Hey, look, what, what my recovery looks like is like you said, being clean on the screen. What was that like? popping into to to some face-to-face -face meetings it was, was good like, yeah. oh well yeah I mean it was terrifying um totally terrifying especially because it's like it was like winter everybody's wearing masks nobody could see each other it was hard it was hard um but I as soon as I went I knew I was like oh man if I don't start showing up in person then my recovery's not gonna be any good so now I do like there's a few Zoom meetings here and there, but I I'm like the in-person is hugely important for me. But it was hard. So I love welcoming the newcomer just because I was like, I know what that transition means to go from screen meetings to in-person meetings and how hugely important it is. Yeah. What's that That's fellowship like up there? Are you hitting, you know, what or are you trying to hit a meeting a day still? Or or we're, you know, what's what's kind of like the it's flow? Opening up. Um, so I, my home group's in a spot where people drive from an hour away to attend the meeting because they were in person all the way through. Oh, right on. Because it's small town. Um, the, it's really funny, but the city meetings have taken the longest to open up and it's all the small town meetings that have been uh, going all the way through. So what's funny is you get lots of folks from the big, from Ottawa who drive around and go to a meeting in Smith Falls, go to a meeting in Perth, go to a meeting in Carlton Place, go to a meeting in Kempville in this kind of rotation of an hour around the city. So it's very cool then. Like yeah, last really night cool. we had, yeah, we had a couple from Ottawa who it took me halfway through the meeting to realize, oh my God, I've seen you before on a screen, but I thought I'd never met them. But so anyways, it's cool to see people like coming out of the woodwork and they were like, yeah, we just want to hit up the meetings that are around the, the city that we haven't been to in two or three years. Look, allow me to give you a suggestion born from my experience. It, you, my, my friend Jen, you know, who, she she's a part of the Living Clean study. Um, man, she 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 calls it asphalt recovery, and uh, and it's so true, man. Anytime that you can say yes to one of those things, like yeah. you know, drive an hour to a meeting, drive across, you know, what, what yeah. whatever that looks like to get out, do it. That that's some of the best um, the best memories that that I've been able to make in recovery has definitely oh. been on you know, trips, going, visiting different things, you know, stuff like that. Um, just kind of get to see, you got, you kind of get to see recovery in your life and other people's lives and, and from a different perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of neat. So, so when, when the italics at the bottom talk, talk about, Hey, look, I acknowledge that feeling seen and understood has helped me, you know, to heal. If, if we take that, 
could could you share um, in, in our last question, like what 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 are some things that maybe some folks listening to to say, hey, I haven't really I haven't really locked into this whole empathy piece. I haven't really locked into to this. What could they do to to get comfortable enough to to maybe share with another addict to maybe speak? Maybe they haven't spoken at a yeah. meeting yet. You yeah. Know, and, and that and that's like super intimidating to just like, you know, jump in. What do you have to say for that? I got to say, like, I there's so much of Narcotics Anonymous that like when I first heard it, I was like, yeah, that's a load of shit. And then a month later, I was like, oh, my God, that was right. God damn it. <laughs> Then like two months later, I was like, shit, they were totally right. Fuck. So the, it's almost like now I'm like, you know when in your head you're like, yeah, nobody wants to hear that. Guaranteed somebody needs to hear it. Yeah, I don't need to be at a meeting. Guaranteed you need to be at a meeting. Mm. Like, any, And I'm starting to learn like anything that my brain says about the meetings or that I shouldn't do means I got to do it. So I think the important thing, even if it's hard for you to share, you know, somebody needs to hear it. It's not about you. And that's what I love about dreams. It's not about me. It's about the person come back from relapse. It's about the person behind me. That's the best part about being a baby, being clean is the people behind me. I love, like, there's nothing more exciting than to see someone new come in the rooms, but they're not going to come in the rooms if I'm not ready to like share and be supportive and be there for people. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm -hmm.